0: My offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Thank you. Well, I am just really excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this so much uh, when Tony and I set this up, and, you know, when I stepped in the doors to the Atlanta, it was the Atlanta Church of Religious Science at the time, uh, and that was over 30 years ago, I fell in love. I, I didn't know such a place could exist. It just felt so much like home. Before that, before entering the doors, uh, I, I, my life had just totally fell apart at 30 I, um, my father had just had a, um, just died in a, he was a firefighter for the city of Milwaukee and uh, died in a fire. And actually, he's the only person that's ever died twice because they brought him back to life and then he lived another 13 years in a coma. So it was an ongoing thing for our family, um, very devastating. And then um, on top of that, shortly after that, my husband um, at the time, told me a few things, revealed a few things that uh, no partner really wants to hear, which blew a major fuse in me. And um, I, uh, it just all crumbled. We were, you know, our life was built on sand. It had no real foundation, even though way back I had 12 years of, you know, parochial school and, uh, a- and everything. But I had given up all that. So, um, so when I found, uh, it was even so bad that when I had moved to Atlanta, um, my cousin, Dr. Walter Peach, who's sitting in the back, invited me to the center at the time. And it really was a lifesaver. There was even a therapist in the area that had told me when I mo- first moved here, because I, I really couldn't even take care of my kids. My family didn't know what to do with me. Everybody gave up on me. I, I didn't really see that there was any possibility of a life. And so I was in so much depression and guilt uh, and and shame because I, I walked away to heal myself um, that a therapist in town told me that if I didn't get it together, I was going to have to be committed. And I said, okay. I mean, those were the best words that she could have told me because I thought, that is just not going to happen. <laughs> that is not the way this life is going. And then, so I went to the, I got the invitation, I went to the center, and just, you know, for the first two years, I think I just soaked in the wonderful ideas, and uh, and just soaked it all in. And finally, there was so much, like, relief and, new starting to happen in me that one day I realized that I hadn't even been doing this thing that they were talking about, this spiritual mind treatment. Sometimes we call it prayer treatment now to make it a little bit more um, uh, customized for people to understand what we're talking about. But I hadn't even started that. So once I started doing that, oh my gosh, things just really happened. You know, I became a practitioner. I met uh, my uh, life partner, my husband John, who's not here with us today. He would he would be here, but he's doing some interim work in Las Vegas with the center there today. So he's speaking in Las Vegas. And um, but anyway, we've been together. We've been married for 27 years. We've been together for 30 years. Um, we had a a baby together, so that makes, Joseph makes three all together. Um, I have a relationship with my kids that I never would have had, even if I was with them in their early, year, you know, early stages. We had a long-distance relationship. I learned and I passed it on as I went. And so we have a, a fabulous relationship today. And uh, so, let's see, I became a minister. We took over a small, small work in Orlando. We moved there. Um, you know, just lots of good things happen. And then just recently, the universe threw in a, a, another surprise for us. We, we, our, our first grandchildren were our, our two identical, identical twin da- granddaughters. So, so we are truly blessed in so many ways. And but But none of that would have happened without this teaching. And not just the teaching, but learning how to use it, because it's really just fluff if we don't put it to use. Because it's got to be used. It wants to be used. Something more wants to happen in each and every one of us. So there were three things that I had to... In the middle of all of this wonderfulness that has happened over the last 30 years, um, um, we're back in Atlanta, which is, that's another good thing. That's where John and I met. And, uh, and, and uh, Kennedy Schultz was our teacher. Um, we stepped down from having our center in Orlando for 25 years. We decided that it was time to change things up, do things differently, and um, so we're back. And so I know a lot has been happening around here, uh, to just looking at this beautiful center and all that has been accomplished even just in this room is amazing and incredible. Congratulations, Tony and everyone. And Dan, For I know the, the partner always is a big part in, in, in everything. So thank you so much for sharing all this with me today. It's just, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to be here. But in the middle, like I was saying, in the middle of all of that wonderfulness, you can bet that there was a lot of growth and expansion that had to take place in my consciousness. And there were three things that I had to get straight that were just really tying me down. They were keeping me from moving forward. You know, you, you might be trying to use this power and presence, and then do you ever feel maybe some of you, maybe just some of you might feel like you're being held back or you're tethered to a pole from the past? Anyone feel like that, where you're moving forward, but you're just still being hung up in the back? Well, there were three things that I had to get, three points, and I thought I would share them with you just in case one of them might be something that you could relate to. And the first one was, well, we moved and my husband, when we moved to Orlando, uh, my husband and his brother were starting a new business and we took over a small center. And so finances were a little bit of an issue because, you know, we had a family and we had, we had uh, you know, a lifestyle to support. We had our, ourselves to support. And so I thought, who better to call than your teacher? So I called up Kennedy Schultz. I thought, I'm going right to, I need, I need help. <laughs> I'm going right to the, <laughs> to the horse's mouth. No, and, <laughs> and that just came. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. <laughs> so um, I said, what do I do? I mean, you know, what do I do? What do I need to know? How do I treat about this? And he said something that I really did not expect at all. He said, you have to value yourself. Here I was thinking he would say something about money or doing things differently or abundant consciousness or any of that. He said, value yourself. Value yourself and value the gift that you bring. And I said, OK, I can do that. I can do that. I can, I can work on that. That's, that really gave me something. So I went home and I, I worked on that. The second thing is, is we had this um, traveling, another traveling minister. <laughs> At the time, he was this Canadian. He was just kind of a bruiser kind of guy. who rode a motorcycle, and he was kind of touring. His name was Doug Craig. And he, you're, you're laughing, and oh my gosh, he was a force. And he had this magnificent gift Of being able to read people, and I mean, like, read what your problem was, and so I mean, he could just call it, and I would be like, "Oh my gosh, what are you doing?" And 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 so I quickly got a little nervous about (laughs) what he was going to say about me, and you know, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, he's leaving tomorrow. Maybe I can just avoid this." And not have to deal with it because I don't think I want to hear. Well, sure enough, I can still picture it to this day. We were walking up to the my front our front door of our house, and he said, "Your problem is you don't believe you're supported." And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of hit me. And I said, "You're right. I have plenty of evidence that l- would, d- you know, explain that to me that I." Um, don't feel like I'm supported or it doesn't I don't have the evidence so when I worked with that idea a little bit to know that I was supported and today I say I'm extremely supported I really saw how life really has set me up every step of the way and how much I really have been supported how many different people have had input in who I am today. And so um, that was how I you know, I continued to work on that one. And the third one is is who here has heard of, um, what is his name, Frederick Bales? He's an old time, you've heard of him. So Frederick Bales was an old New Thought teacher and he wrote a book that you can still get on Amazon because I got it for my son the other day It's called um, Hidden Power for Human Problems, Seven Parent Thoughts That Cause All Human Problems. Can you believe it? There's only seven. (laughs) (laughs) And we all keep doing our own version of them, and we do them over and over again. And there's only seven. So. So anyway, I was reading along in that book and I got to the point, the part where you believe that you're not enough. And I was like, Oh wow, that's that's true. I don't believe that I'm enough. I have to work on that. You know, I've always set my goals high and I always put myself in situations before I was ready, you know, took things on. Um uh, and uh So I had to work on that one, that I am enough. I am whole. We are all whole right now, no matter who we are, no matter where we are, no matter where we are with things. It doesn't matter. We're whole. We're enough right where we are. So that's another one I had to work on. So those three things, I have value, I bring a valuable gift, uh, I am supported, and I am enough. And those were huge for me they made a huge difference and then there was one more thing that came a key ingredient that someone gave me and it was another male (sighs) all these males in my life have made me who I am today Um, Dr. Chris Michaels who is like uh, Tony and uh, my older brother uh, in in the Kennedy Schultz family we were doing treatment in a trio for. Kennedy Schultz, at his end of life, uh, he had his challenges, health challenges, and um, one day, Chris said to me, he goes, Kath, you know what your problem is? Now, you know, when people say that, you just (laughs) really don't want to hear it, right? (laughs) But you know when you're in this teaching that you need to hear it, because it's coming to you for a reason. And so he said, after, you know, getting to know me a little bit better, he said, Kath, you do not have an up-close and personal relationship with God. And it hit me like a dagger in my, in my heart. It really hit me hard because it was so true. All my, you know, religious upbringing when I was younger, all of the teaching, all of the people that I was You know, I had been even a minister for several years. All of the people that I had been helping, and I was doing good work, but I was running into problems because I didn't have that in place. That was another key step that just had to be in place. And what I didn't realize was is that I've always had an up-close and personal relationship with God, spirit, life, whatever you want to call it, I just didn't know it. It's always been there. It's always been there. It's always there for us. But until I believed it and recognized it and saw it and related to it and spoke to it, I couldn't use it. I couldn't work with it. I couldn't, I couldn't do the beautiful music that John's doing. Use me, you know, God you're on, in me, all of those things. So that was a key thing, that was a key thing. So, you know, we all have our stories. You know, I'm, I'm not saying my story is any better. We're not. We don't need to compare them. We all have a story that we have been given by our family, by our, you know, by the world. We have a story that we're given, and and we have an opportunity to do something about it and use these principles to make something more out of it, to create a life that we can enjoy and love and really get into and really be a part of. So, you know, believe it or not, the world is a much better place than it has ever been. I know that's hard to believe, but if you do a little bit of research on some real history, this is really better than it has ever been before, even though we have our problems and we have things that we've got to deal with. So it's better than ever because the infinite mind of God, the universe, spirit, life, is continually Focused on the highest and best happening for us all. 24 7. It is totally focused on the highest and the best. Evolution is taking place because this infinite mind is moving on itself to create something better. It continues to imagine the greatest possibility for each of us because it created us perfectly. Each and every one of us were created perfect, and it has that image in its mind of its original idea for us, its original idea of perfection. And it continues to know that for us daily, nightly, all the time. And so, things are continuing to get better. It has to. It's law. It's law. It's the law. So, we have our part to play. It's waiting for us to get up to speed with what our part is. You know, we cannot invest enough in this kind of teaching or in this kind of center, these kind of centers, because there is so much here for us to learn, to grow, to become more. You know, these centers are priceless treasures amidst things, you know, amidst the world that are, there's, you know, so many things going on. So we have to do our part. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of these bodies, our minds, We have to take care of each other, be kind and loving to each other. We have to be kind and loving to ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We have to be respectful of ourselves. Honor ourselves. And along with the infinite, we have to continue to imagine the highest and the best that is happening for us all. We have to continue to imagine to the best of our ability. Yes, we cannot be the allness of God, but to the best of our ability, we can imagine things much better than they are and give it the, the focus and the energy that needs to happen. So my, my real wealth today is knowing how to use this teaching, having it, having been given it, knowing how to use it, and having a deep relationship with God that continues to deepen and expand, continues to grow because it's an infinite relationship. We are infinite beings. As we get to know ourselves, there's only more to know. There's only more to, to um Uh, experience all of those wonderful things so I'm gonna ask you this week to I'm inviting you to think about whether you're living the life that you've been given that someone else you know just kind of like gave to you and said that this is how you have to be or this is who you are or Are you ready to more and more? Some of you have already been working on this and you're doing a great job. Some of you are just beginning. It doesn't matter where you are, what place you're at. Are you ready to continue to expand and grow and invest in yourself so that you can live a life that you totally love, you absolutely love it. It is so wonderful, and it just keeps getting better and better. Who's ready for that? Yay. (laughs) Yay. So so think about those things today. We're going to be talking a little bit on the ideal days. We're going to be working on getting more and more days lined up so that you can be really supporting yourself in a greater way. Um, This is a tool that I created because I needed it years ago to keep me on track, and I still use it today, and I want to share it with you. And uh, so I'm really grateful to be here. You have a beautiful community. I can do this thing called life, and so can you. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlantaorg forward slash donate.